The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to discuss B2B demand generation. Joining us is Paul Slack, who is the CEO and founder of Vendi Digital, which is a full-service digital marketing agency that specializes in helping businesses increase their online presence. Yesterday, Paul and I talked about identifying your B2B demand gen audience, and today we're going to continue the conversation talking about B2B content marketing secrets. All right, here's the second part of my conversation with Paul Slack, the CEO and founder of Vendi Digital. Paul, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Glad to be here, Benjamin. Excited to have you back on the show. Excited to talk a little bit more about how the Niners are going to beat Dallas. I mean, uh, digital marketing. <laughs> Ouch. Sorry, wrong show. We're going to talk about business and marketing, not 49ers superiority over the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> you did take our third string quarterback, though. Congratulations. <laughs> anyway, we got a topic that's probably a little bit more in your favor. We're going to talk about B2B content marketing secrets. The content marketing world is changing as fast, if not faster, than the B2B marketing world. We've got all sorts of new tools, bells, whistles. Tell me a little bit about what's the way to use content for a B2B that's always worked, and then tell me about what's changing. At the end of the day, when we think about B2B and B2B buyers, they have a problem that they can't solve on their own, right, Benjamin? And that's why they need a vendor, right? They're going out and looking for somebody to solve a problem they either can't solve on their own or they don't want to solve on their own. And it's a challenge. And so they need to get educated in order to figure out who are the vendors that are out there? What are the different ways that I can solve this problem? What are the pros and cons of all the different ways that I can solve this problem? And at the end of the day, companies and people buy things because of the words they hear or read that help them learn about products and services. And so content marketing and building great content has been at the foundation of good marketing from day one. Whether it's spoken word or written word or video, at the end of the day, we need to share our knowledge to help customers understand how to overcome problems and our point of view as it relates to those things. That's been foundational. 
what's changed in the last 24 to 36 months is really Google has changed a lot. We have AI coming on the scene. We talked a little bit about that in the last episode. So now we have to be, and even I think about like LinkedIn being the most important B2B social platform, how their algorithms are changing to really make sure that when their users are out there either searching on Google or they're scrolling through their feed on LinkedIn, that that user is seeing information that's going to be useful and valuable to them. So the most important thing I can share with the folks that are listening in today is an acronym that was actually coined by Google called EEAT. And that acronym stands for Experience, Expertise, Authority, and Trust. Google came out with this acronym a couple of years ago as a guide to help all of us that were creating content to not write about a plethora of things, but really to focus our writing and our content on a handful of things where we can show our experience, can show our expertise, and really validate that we can be a trusted resource. And so when we think about content marketing in today's context, it's not writing a lot about a lot of things, but it's going really deep and horizontally about the things that are really in our wheelhouse today. So the message here is that what you're trying to do with your B2B content marketing is educate the consumer on how to solve problems they have, which inherently means you need to understand who your consumer is and what the problems they have are. Your B2B marketing content success is going to be driven by how much you understand your customers. So Paul, tell me some of the ways that you can understand what your customers' problems are so you can refactor the answers into various different types of content. I'm going to connect the dots to our previous episode where this is why you have to identify your ideal customer profile. You have to truly understand who are the people that are your very best customers that we want to sell to, because what you're going to find is there's a common problem that they have. They might be in a particular vertical. They have the same folks that are in their buying committee, if you will. And when you have a small subset of the folks that you can sell to that are your very best customers, then you can start talking to customers and really understanding what keeps them awake at night. And a key part to our success in content marketing as it relates to that, Benjamin, is really identifying our point of view and our positioning around those problems. So step one, we've got to have a good ICP so we know who we're selling to. Step two, we actually want to talk to our customers and ask them what are the things that are keeping them awake at night. And then step three, we really want to flush out what our point of view is related to those things. When we work with clients, one of the first things we do is ask them once we've identified their ideal customer and we have a good understanding of that, we ask them the question, hey, what's broken in their business? Let's start there. So we understand who these customers are. Tell me what you think is broken in their business. Why is that happening? So why is that thing that's broken in their business that they need to get fixed? Why is that happening? What are the implications of them not getting that fixed? And then we ask the question, how would you fix this if you were sitting in their shoes? And then finally, how can we prove that the way that you would fix this is actually going to work for them? And by answering those questions, quite frankly, you can build out a pretty awesome content strategy because going back to what you said, Benjamin, it all comes back to solving problems for the customer. And we want to take that burden of them figuring it out on their own and actually in advance trying to decide or help them decide these are the ways that they can solve their problems. And we're guiding them in a direction that's going to ultimately help them get their problems solved with your products and services. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. 
I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then, and instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. So the process for understanding who your customers are, understanding what their pain points are, and then turning that into content is relatively the same as it's been for, I don't know, let's call it the digital era, the last 10, 15, 20 years. I think what has changed is the format and form factor of content. What advice do you have for marketers as they're thinking about, well, should I be writing long format blog posts? Should I be on social? Should I be writing it personally from my company's account? Should I be creating a podcast? Should I be creating YouTube? Well, I heard LinkedIn is really good. There's various different ways that you can skin a cat when it comes to creating and publishing your content. How do you figure out what the right formula, balance, cadence is for your brand? Here's what we recommend on that. So going back to the acronym EEAT, one of the best things that we can do if we're really trying to showcase our experience, our expertise, build trust and authority is start with identifying three to five content pillars. So these might be categories of content that you truly are a subject matter expert in, that your business is solving day in and day out, these types of problems that you're solving day in and day out. And once you have identified these three to five content pillars, then what we recommend is that you build out what we call a content flywheel. So start with long form foundational content. These could be blog posts. These could be white papers, point of view pieces. And typically these would live on your website and they're great for SEO and Google loves them because they're going to show and showcase your EEAT as we've described it. But then from there, Benjamin, what you do is you atomize that content into different formats. And so now that I've got my content pillars, I've got my foundational content, I can pull out social media pieces that are ideal for LinkedIn. I can convert that content into speaking notes for people that are going out on the podcast circuit. I can use it in webinars and then repurpose that content into video snippets. So the idea is start with those content pillars, build your foundational content, and then atomize that content into the right formats for the channels. And this is really important where your buyers are going to learn. So in the world of B2B, that's probably going to be places like LinkedIn, being a guest on a podcast like I'm doing here today with you. So the key is 
figure that stuff out and then go and get that information out there in those channels where your buyers go to learn, but to take the time to figure out what is the format requirements of that platform? Like you and I are having a conversation. That's a type of content platform where if I'm going out on LinkedIn, there's a different way to take that same knowledge and format it that's going to cause somebody to stop scrolling and pay attention to your post. You asked about, do I do it as an individual? Do I do it as a company? In my opinion, the answer is yes. The best companies out there that are doing content marketing the right way are engaging their employees and their brand to provide a unified message that's useful to the buyer at the different stages of their buying journey. I think there's two schools of thought here. One is you take a very customer-centric approach and you ask your customers where they're consuming content. And you put that content where they are and you pick very specific channels and you go very deep and very integrated to some of the native content production in that channel. Or two, you take an everything everywhere all at once approach and you start with a longer format pillar piece of content and you refactor it into various different channels. It's like what we do here with our podcast. We start with audio recordings, we take video snippets, we put them on YouTube, then we take all the artificial intelligence generated content we have and we can put that across every social media channel. There's a lot of nuance in terms of what your content strategy should be in terms of your distribution. What matters is if you're creating content that answers your customer's problem and then put it in a place where they are looking for it and can find it. Paul, any last words for marketers as they're thinking through their B2B marketing content strategies? What are some of your big secrets? To me, this is the biggest takeaway. If somebody's just really trying to think about how do I turn this into something actionable for my business? In my mind, whenever you're thinking about content marketing, it always starts with what is my desired outcome? And oftentimes when I ask companies, hey, you're talking to us today about content marketing. What are you trying to get out of it? What I often hear, Benjamin, is we want more traffic. We want more leads. We want to ultimately grow our pipeline. Those are byproducts, in my opinion. Your desired outcome really should be to become the go-to resource for your customer within your category. So everything that we've been talking about today is all about delivering value to the customer. And when you start with, okay, hey, here's this content pillar of ours, like one of ours is demand generation. How do we become a go-to resource for our ideal customer profile as it relates to demand generation? And that just flips it on its head because now you're starting to think like a media company, starting to think about, well, how do I provide entertaining content? And I'm using the word entertaining loosely, the kind of stuff that your buyers want, that's more important than getting more traffic and ultimately more pipeline. But here's the crazy part about that, Benjamin, is when you build for the customer, all those byproducts happen. But when you start with those byproducts, like, hey, I'm going to do content marketing because I want more traffic, I want more sales, then you end up building content that nobody cares about. So start with the customer and focus on how do you become the go-to resource for your audience. You'll be real happy that you did. I think that's great advice. It always starts with who the customer is, thinking about your audience, solving their problems, and putting those answers where they can find them. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Paul Slack, the CEO and founder of Vendi Digital. If you'd like to hear more from Paul, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile on our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is Vendi Digital B2B. That's V-E-N-D Digital B, the number two B. Or you could visit his company's website, which is VendiDigital.com. 
Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter and you can even apply to be the next guest speaker on the Martech podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or you can contact me directly on LinkedIn. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.